Star Wars 7x7 episode 2154. Today, we're going to talk about the overarching themes in The Rise of Skywalker and Return of the Jedi and see whether they're actually similar or whether they're doing something entirely different. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So thematically, Rise of Skywalker, Return of the Jedi, are they similar? This is part of our ongoing look at the two final movies in their respective trilogies. They do a lot of the same work and now we're talking about thematic stuff. Do they do something similar thematically? I would say the answer to that is kind of kind of, sort of, but not so much because honestly the things that are presented to us in the movie ultimately lead to different challenges to resolve and so I would say thematically yeah maybe there's a little bit of overlap but not necessarily similar. Let's start by talking about Return of the Jedi and the overriding theme of the movie, which is you know pretty much 100% across the board, all about redemption. And this happens in big ways and small ways. I mean, you could certainly make the case that Han feels like he needs to redeem himself after what he put his friends through, having to rescue him from Jabba the Hutt. You could argue that Lando is carrying around a need for redemption. Yes, he did what he could under the circumstances, but he's still got his friend frozen in carbonite and has been acting to redeem himself in that regard. Luke, of course, ditched the scene on Dagobah early and is going back to try to redeem himself and do the right thing by completing his training. I don't really believe Leia has anything for which she needs to be redeemed in this movie and you know, that's a whole separate conversation in a way. On the one hand, you know, does that mean that they didn't give her a complex enough story arc in The Empire Strikes Back? Or does it mean that they didn't really think her arc through in Return of the Jedi? Uh, you could make a case for either or both. But ultimately, you know, she is in a position where she just needs to keep kicking butt the same way she's been kicking butt at every opportunity. But of course, the main redemption situation is the redemption of Darth Vader, of Anakin Skywalker. And, you know, we go into this movie thinking that he just needs to die, like he needs to be defeated, basically, and that's all there is to say about that. But when Yoda and Obi-Wan and Luke have discussions about Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker, you get the idea plainly that Luke doesn't want to kill his dad. And Obi-Wan says, you know, he's more a machine now than man, twisted and evil. But, you know, for Luke, like, he can't hear that. He is seeing things in an entirely different way. And it seems like his mentors aren't even sure that his father can be seen in that fashion. But every interaction Luke has with Vader from that point on is all directed toward the idea of redemption. He's trying to psych Vader out saying, yeah, you won't bring me to your emperor, you know, you won't kill me, you won't do this and that and the other. And then if it doesn't seem like it's working, then tries to guilt him into it, right? Then my father is truly dead, right? All stuff like that. Or, you know, I won't fight you, father, even though he is kind of defending himself here and there. So almost all of Luke's actions are geared toward trying to, you know, deal with his father in a way that 
you know, won't kill him, and that could potentially turn him to the light side of the Force. Yes, I think it's a, a slippery slope when you start talking about him losing his mind over the threat to Leia, but, you know, I think we might end up talking about <laughs> that in an upcoming episode soon, because, yeah, that presents its own sort of troubling scenario. But overall, you know, the notion that the film itself believes that Vader can be redeemed and that he could possibly do something at the right moment that would be good not only for his son but for the galaxy at large. Yeah, he's done a lot of evil things and that doesn't forgive any of that, but it's still the right thing to do and finally done. Meanwhile, with The Rise of Skywalker, if you tried to apply redemption as a theme, uh, I don't know if it would stick very well. I don't feel like our heroes necessarily feel like they need to redeem themselves, in particular, say, for example, Poe Dameron. After the events of The Last Jedi, it seems like he actually had the opportunity to redeem himself during that movie, and so, yeah, now he's starting with a comparative clean slate, if you will, in The Rise of Skywalker. I'd say the same goes for Finn, who was going to you know, sacrifice himself for no good reason, and Rose saved him, and he ultimately made sure that he got her back safely and tended to her, and yeah, does he need to be redeemed in Rose's eyes? Eh, maybe, but maybe that's already happened by the time we've come into the Rise of Skywalker. It's hard to say for sure. And as for Rey, I feel like on the one hand, she enters this movie like Leia in the sense that she doesn't necessarily have anything in the past movies for which she needs to redeem herself, but she does become part of the equation of Kylo Ren's redemption. Now, initially I had my doubts about whether this lined up very well, but the more I think about it, the more it seems like it does. At the end of The Empire Strikes Back, we really don't have any idea that there's a possibility for redemption of Darth Vader, right? It's just, it doesn't even occur to us. In fact, it's probably quite the opposite. Like, he said the most horrible thing he can possibly say. Same situation, actually, in its way with The Last Jedi. Kylo Ren has said absolutely the most horrible thing, and ultimately at the end of the movie, Rey seemingly cuts off their force bond, and permanently so. But it seems as though it's still open for Leia, even though there is that moment in The Last Jedi where she says when Luke arrives that her son is truly lost, but... Maybe, you know, that's just in that, you know, defeated moment she's feeling that way, and it turns out that over the intervening year she's had second thoughts about the situation. She's had the time and distance to evaluate this more. But this is where the redemption similarities break down a bit. In Return of the Jedi, Luke saw it as his job to get through to Vader as his father. Rey has given up on that situation. She is not trying to get through to Ben as Kylo Ren. She just wants to be, you know, done with him. And even when she heals him on Kef Beer, she says, you know, yeah, I wanted to take Ben's hand, not Kylo's hand. And that, you know, says right there that, you know, she's moved on from this situation. He's been a bad guy and she has reconciled herself to that fact. And in Return of the Jedi, the Emperor plays a critical third wheel role in the relationship between 
Vader and Luke, but he does not play a similar role in The Rise of Skywalker between Ben slash Kylo and Rey. And in fact, you know, when you think about it, the way that Rey ultimately defeats the Emperor is with two lightsabers that she walked in there with in the first place. And so, yeah, that kind of tells me that you know, Ben's redemption was not necessarily part of the equation that led to the defeat of Palpatine overall. And redemption is a key part of the equation that leads to the defeat of Palpatine in Return of the Jedi. For The Rise of Skywalker, it's really more from a thematic perspective about the notion that your identity, your bloodline does not determine your destiny, that you as a person decide what your destiny is going to be. And, you know, that plays out for Ben slash Kylo Ren across the entirety of the sequel trilogy, right? With Rey, it is about the fact that she is a Palpatine and yet makes the active decision not to adopt that legacy, not to fall prey to the callings of the dark side of the force that are certainly within her that she has explored and we've seen her explore in The Last Jedi. And that is where we are going to leave our discussion about themes in The Rise of Skywalker and how they compare to themes in Return of the Jedi. It's where we're going to end the show as well. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and every episode as always. And may the curve be flattening for you wherever in the world you may be. Endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. <laughs>